0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 837. You can't read, watch, and do everything by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. And I'm your very own personal narrator, Justin Mollick, reading to you from some amazing blogs and books to help you optimize your life. Today's post comes from Kate Flanders, who I got to meet last year in Dallas at FinCon, the personal finance conference. She was super nice. And she has a book that came out recently. Definitely check it out. It's called The Year of Less, all about how she stopped shopping and got rid of a bunch of belongings to live more simply. You can find more info about the book at KFlanders.com And now let's get right to it as we optimize your life. You can't read, watch, and do everything by Kate Flanders of KFlanders.com. For the first few years that I was on Twitter, I used the old favorite button to save articles that sounded interesting based on the title, but which I didn't have time to read at that exact moment. Every week or two, I'd click on my favorite tab and skim through the articles to see which ones still interested me. To my surprise, I removed most of them without ever reading a single word. The same has also always been true of how I use the bookmarks feature in my web browser. I saved articles that sounded interesting or which held information on a topic that I knew would be useful in the future. I then created folders upon folders upon folders and thought I had the most organized collection of links any web browser had ever seen, but I never read them. To some, this might not seem like a big deal. So what if I save some articles and then decided not to read them? But as I continue along this journey of embracing minimalism and becoming a more conscious consumer, I'm always reminded of the bigger goal, to remove the non-essentials so I can make room for what I really want. And the more I thought about my bookmarking habits, I realized the issue wasn't that I was saving articles I'd probably never read, it was how much time I was wasting scrolling through content to find those articles I'd probably never read. Life without bookmarks. If you've been subscribed to my blog for a while, you know that when I set my mind to something, I tend to go all in. This was probably most evident when I was paying down debt but it was also true when I started getting rid of my belongings. I never second-guessed myself. I just threw things in bags and boxes and got rid of it. When I decided to change my bookmarking habits, I started by taking immediate action and deleted every single bookmark and the folders I'd created for them. I will say, I second-guessed myself once. Some of the folders were full of ideas for my blog and places I wanted to travel to. As I looked at some of the titles, I thought, but I really do want to do those things one day but then I remembered there's this magical thing called Google that will help me find what I need when I'm ready to take action. That day is not today, and the bookmarks were just digital clutter I felt the need to constantly organize. So I selected them all, hit delete, and haven't saved one since. Quote, never memorize anything you can look up. Albert Einstein. Why I hate Pinterest. Long before deleting my bookmarks, I deleted all my boards and pins on Pinterest. Last fall, when I shared a few of the ways I was trying to be more conscious about my social media consumption, I mentioned that I hate Pinterest and I felt some resistance on the topic. Be certain that just because I hate something doesn't mean I think everyone has to. If you get value from something, physical or digital, you should keep it in your life. But here are my thoughts on it. When I used Pinterest, I wasn't just looking for new DIY ideas or recipes to try. I felt like I was building a page full of boards that portrayed my ideal life. The tiny house I wanted to live in one day, the unique ways I'd utilize small spaces, the garden I'd create, the pets I'd have, and so on. The life that I'd love to create one day was on Pinterest, but it's not the life I'm actually living right now. And wasting time creating those boards wasn't helping me get what I want. It just wasted my time. Some of my quote-unquote hate, we can call it a strong dislike, towards Pinterest probably also comes from being a blogger and knowing how bloggers are supposed to use it. We're told to create boards that represent our brand, attract followers, and bring in more traffic to generate more money. When I tried to do that for Blonde on a Budget on Pinterest, it felt fake and forced. I love visual media, but I don't wanna spend hours creating boards and constantly updating them just because I'm supposed to. You can't read, watch, and do everything. If we were to get technical, it's fair to say that Pinterest, Twitter, and Facebook only ask us to do one thing, scroll through our feed to see what might interest us and either read it then or save it for later. It's to save it for a later part that I'm not willing to do anymore. I just can't. If I don't have time to read something then, there's no point bookmarking it for later because there's a 99% chance I'll never read it. And you know Why? because the next time I log on, I'm just going to see more stuff. But what if I miss out on something? Well, so what? What's gonna happen to me? Am I going to be dismissed by my friends because I didn't watch that video on YouTube everyone is sharing on Facebook? Or miss out on the news because I don't follow any news sources on social media? No. And if I did, I don't really care. Because limiting myself to only consuming a small amount of the information that's thrown at me every day means I'm probably spending more time doing what I really want to do. Quote, it has to be okay to say, I didn't see it or read it or watch it. Otherwise, you'll have spent life catching up on Netflix, reading a backlog of top 10 lists or looking at gifts from coworkers. If those activities fit your goals, go for it. But if they get you no closer to achieving what you really want to achieve tomorrow, next year, or in the next five years, downgrade their relevance in your life. Manush Samarodi. Think about it this way. How many times have you said you wanna try five new recipes each month? And how many hours have you spent pinning those recipes to Pinterest and never actually tried any of them? Or only tried a few? Similar to the way I used to buy books I wanted to read one day, I feel like bookmarking things was just another way of holding on to some ideas about who I thought I should be rather than being myself and doing the things I actually want to do now. I don't wanna create a bunch of boards that portray my ideal life. I wanna save money so I can make it a reality. I don't wanna save links to pocket so I can read about the 16 books I must read in 2016. I wanna read what's on my shelf right now. And I really don't wanna spend a minute organizing digital clutter. If anything, I wanna spend more time away from my phone and my computer, either getting outside or doing something creative. Instead of pinning an idea to Pinterest, do it. Every time you check your phone, email, or social media accounts, there's gonna be something new for you to read, watch, and do, and you can't do it all. There aren't enough hours in the day to consume all the information that's thrown at us, let alone get through the backlog we create when we bookmark, pin, and save things for later. And that's okay. In fact, I think it's great. You shouldn't spend all your waking hours consuming information. You should be spending them living the very short life we're given because the one thing I know is true about this topic is that we can all delete our bookmarks and pins, but we can't get the time back that we put into saving them. Which would you prefer? You just listened to the post titled, You Can't Read, Watch, and Do Everything by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. And that Albert Einstein quote she mentioned is funny to me, the one that said, never memorize anything you can look up because I was way before the internet. And now with information right at our fingertips, we can look up most things online and so quickly too. So it does make me wonder, what do we need to memorize anymore? I can't even think of anything off the top of my head. I'm not sure if that's good or bad. And it's also funny to me that this post summarizes one of the reasons I created this podcast for you so I can do the work of curating articles and then you don't have to scroll through hundreds and then save them. You can rely on me to find them and read them to you while you do other things. So thank you for being here and believing in this podcast. I hope you're having a great day and I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we'll hear two posts from Derek Sivers and where your optimal life awaits.